guys. It's episode 14. We got a good one. Hold the mayo. Devin Snow. Some people call him John Snow sometimes. I was going to kick out of that. He is, is here with us today. How you doing, Dev? Doing great. I always get a kick out of that, too. It's because, like, why in the world would I be named John Snow? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no chance, you know? Like, just one of those things. There's only one of those motherfuckers, and it was it was John Snow in Game of Thrones. Right. Um, and then I love how people will be, like, on the internet asking if you were, like, named after him, and you're like, no, I'm a whole grown up. Like I, I've, I've been, I've been around basically the whole time. Jon Snow's been around. I, I except Jon Snow's like a made up character from like six years ago. I'm, I'm just a whole ass man over here. So no, like, you, know, I, you know, I didn't come from the fucking north. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I've been in the south. You don't have any. You don't have any family members named John. I, I do feel like my whole family is a bunch of bastards. I do feel that way. Like, for real, bro. Like. They just all got the characteristics of like bastards. You know? Listen, some of the some of the most redeeming qualities of those people in that show were bastards. So there's a lot to be said for that. Bro, the bastards would have yeah, they I feel like they were the most loyal ones because they just been fucked over their whole lives. There you was know? that guy, I forget what the guy's name is, but like the swordsman, like for Jamie Lannister when he lost his hand, that guy really he won the whole game, really, if you think yeah. about it. Dude, what was his name? His boy, right? Sorgin or scourging or something like that, or Borgin. Oh, dude, Braun was it? You talking about Braun? Braun, that's it, Braun. Dude, dog. Dude, yeah. just beating people's asses. Gets a bunch of gold. He's like, yeah, I like this girl. I'm just, we like each other. You know, I'm not interested in like you giving me like twelve women. I just like this one, and we're yeah. just gonna go have some fun at our castle. But we got a little different show for you guys today. We're gonna do a little bit different of a of an opening here. You guys know I uh, we do the sports stuff. We do This Week in the World. We do the fattest thing uh, we've done this week, the skinniest thing we've done this week. We're just going to dive right into This Week in the World. Okay. Ryan, Devin, World Baseball Classic is going on. I don't know if you are huge. I, know, I don't know if you guys are huge baseball fans. I am. But nobody gives a fuck about the WBC. But it seems like a lot of people do give a fuck about the WBC. Have you seen any of the controversy going on with this? Well, I saw the the Mets closer tore his ACL or something, right? Or celebrating? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that's fucking dumb. Oh wow! I'm gonna be honest with you. I wanted to tell you before you got into it. I haven't watched a lick of this shit because I really don't like unless it's the the MLB playoffs. Or you know what I'm saying? I we just down here, bro, or LSU baseball. That's all we really watch. But uh um, yeah. I see people on Twitter, even in Louisiana, they all watching it. So I feel like I'm just being an idiot right now. And no, just, so yeah. it here's the thing. It's it is like it is electric. And I remember this. Yeah. I, went to, I went to the Dominican Republic like I don't know, 12 years ago for like this golf thing, and baseball was on at the resort, and it's like you're watching the game. It's like a carnival in the stadium. The atmosphere is crazy. And that's really what you get out of this. Like seeing all the different countries and cultures, like what it does mean to them. Yeah. So it means a bunch around the rest of the world. I got news for you. I don't want Aaron Judge playing in it. I just don't. Yeah. You know, I want a World Series. But I saw a bunch of people going crazy about that. United States plays Japan tonight. It actually might be on right now. That's how little I yeah, care. I'm telling you, I looked on Twitter for a sec, and, and I'm telling you, bro, the tweets are like, you know, it, this dude just hit a home. It's like, dude, people are freaking out. So, like, 
it's got to be tight, you know. Like, if I'm seeing people down here saying that in Louisiana, they're watching it. It's got to be tight, electric. I feel like it's like, um, you know, what's that whole uh, for golf in Arizona? Um, waste management. Yeah, yeah. the waste management. Yeah. It's it's like the waste management of 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 baseball uh, settings. It's it's got to it's something that like. Like you said, it's probably awesome to be at. It's, it yeah. just looks like you're at a concert, like you're like at a festival or some shit. It looks awesome. Dude, LSU baseball hits tanks. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> LSU baseball, bro, that shit's a religion around here. Yeah, they, that, they, those are some of like, if you want to get lost in like a YouTube video, just go to like best LSU home runs of all time. There's videos that are probably like 900 <laughs> minutes long because late 90s, early 2000s, those guys were hitting fucking nukes. Yeah, a bunch of dudes. Uh, play playing the major league from LSU. I mean, Bregman's probably the biggest name uh, yeah. right now. But I mean, dude, tons of LSU do pitches. Uh, yeah, I actually, I just drafted Bregman in a best ball on DraftKings today. So let's yeah. fucking go, Bregman. And Bregman was one of them players when he was at LSU, bro. You just knew that he was going to be a, a a pro for a long time. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just now. He's a stud. He's he's slowly start turning into like one of those cats. Like if you if he's not on your team, you hate his guts. But if he's on your team, he's just such a gamer. Well, didn't he play? Didn't he play in Troy up here? <laughs> Bregman, for Valley Cats. Yeah, for Valley Cats for sure. We had a bunch. They're of like Houston's folks. farm team or whatever. So oh, okay. I think he played up by us. So when we, when we were kids, we had like they were called the Albany Colony Yankees. So we saw like Derek Jeter and Bernie Williams and Pettit and all these guys yeah. come up. That was that was one of my favorite Yankees team. That was probably one of my favorite baseball teams ever, right there. Yeah, that, that shit was fun. great. You, you go there, get a, a dollar hot dog, and you're didn't, you didn't even know you're watching eight fucking Hall of Famers. You know, Dude, they were all there's so many names on that team, bro. Mike Messina, uh, Jason Giambi was on that squad. Roger Clemens wound up coming over. Um, it was that was the days, bro. Jorge Posada. Jason Giambi's grand slam in the rain against the Twins is still one of the most badass looking like sports moments. It's just pouring. They shouldn't even be playing. Yeah. He goes out there just raw dogging it with no batting. Bro, Giambi was a dog there for a minute, dude. He was. He was. Dude, speaking of, like I was saying, World Series bait or World, I don't even know what it's called, World Baseball Classic. It's, I don't know. Fuck Japan, respectfully, in this in this sense. We're going to beat you, I think. Baseball wave. That's all I is. got. Yeah, just a big. <laughs> I do. Player. I did see Japan's one of their best players is going to hit cleanup for the Red Sox this year, right? So that's got to be your enemy. Oh yeah, uh, Shoda, Onoda, something like that. He Oshida, Oshida. Yeah, he's very good. So he, he'll be a problem. They're only going to win about sixty games though, because their ownership doesn't give a fuck no more. But bro, Miami, Miami uh, mayor just came out and say we don't endorse spring break atmosphere. We never asked for this. Excuse me. <laughs> Look, bro, I'm just blessed and grateful that you know I got to live. I know y'all did too. Got to live in Florida spring break and it's prom, baby. I, yeah. dude, I, was, I was there when 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 you walked out on the balcony, bro. There was fucking a thousand other balconies and everybody was funneling beers and shit, dude. Like, dude, I'm telling yeah. you, you'll never see that again, bro. It, Before the Jersey Shore was the Jersey Shore. We it, were out there. Yeah, dude. I saw a picture. That it was just a simple picture from like I think it was like 2003 or 2004, and it was like showing those balconies on spring break, and just everybody was fucking outside, dude. That, yeah, back when like MTV spring break was. Just well, that's that's prime like Girls Gone Wild time. Dude, it's like VH VHS. Wow, I mean, I was in high school 06 to 2010, so you know we were we were at spring break freshman years. 
through senior year. No doubt. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, spring break has got to be wild, but you just were at Mardi Gras, right? Fuck yeah, bro. I love Mardi Gras, bro. So what is that just like? Is that just like because I've never been to that and everybody says you gotta go to that? Is that just a staple? You go to that thing every year? I mean, dude, big tone. I'm 30 years old, bro. I've 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 went 30 years, and I'm gonna tell you right now that, <laughs> that every single year it is on, baby. Like, dude, it's like uh I it's so like I don't even understand how I was born in this life in this state to where we have that every single year and it's just it's the biggest celebration in the how state. long does it last oh dude it starts like probably like the first floats probably start rolling late january early february and it's basically all of february but mardi gras week is the week and it's seven oh, that's crazy hold, hold, hold on what, what do you mean it starts in january what is that literally all right the best way to explain mardi gras is like this is the way I go in is I'm I'm losing all my responsibility. I don't have a care, no responsibilities of getting to me for at least five to seven days. Like, that that means everything. That means somebody dies. I'm not going to the funeral. Nothing. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 every day you go out there and they got parades and you just get fucking loaded as a ham sandwich and it's just everybody's there. So it's just a huge party, bro. That's oh, crazy. Now the kids, the kids go to school. They just school. They're going to Mardi Gras. School's out. School's out. No, school's out for the week. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. school's, yeah, that's crazy. That's like uh, that's like my that reminded me of my cousin Vinny. Like the whole town got the flu. Like the it's fuck? just over. No one's doing anything but Mardi Gras. Mail stops. Everything stops. Yeah. Now, so what? It, like with the with the floats, like. Are you like, do you, you got to know people by now who are like running these floats or some shit. Are you like looking for certain floats? They just, some of them do tricks and blowing fire. Like what's going on with these floats? It's a great question, dude. Cause like I could tell you where I was and where I am now with the, what I'm getting from the floats. So where I was, was a late twenties dude on his thirties. Nobody's going to throw that dude shit, bro. Like they looking to throw it to fine bitches, you know, uh, and really like babies and kids. Um, but now every single float is passing by saying, Oh, red beans, <laughs> and they fucking hammering me with shit. So it was a great Mardi Gras, bro. Yeah, I saw your videos, and and I mean, everybody who's gonna listen to this is gonna know who you are, but like all your videos, dude, I mean, you are just loaded up with <laughs> different beads and hats and fucking drinks. People just coming up and giving you all sorts of drinks. Catching bottles of, of really good whiskey off, yeah. the, off the float, giving me jambalaya. You know, it was it was great. It was an awesome experience. That is dude, great. I, I love that. What's the what's the vibe down there with your boy DC, Derek Carr, and Jamal just got signed too. That's that's exciting. What's what's the What's the thought process in that dog shit division, honestly, right? The thought process, I'm gonna tell you, as a lifelong Saints fan, is we back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You guys are gonna you guys are gonna win that division. Yeah, bro. Like if we if I look at the division, and this is only this is without any football being played. If you ask me what my mindset is right now, I'm looking at that division. I'm like, the Saints are blatantly the best team in that division. It's it's uh, like not even close. They're the yeah. only team with a quarterback. Only so. team with a quarterback. And like, so here I was reading. Uh, stop traffic. I was reading, but I was reading the other day, and it's a real possibility. Carolina gets Anthony Richardson too, right? That stud from Florida. Depending on what happens, you think he's going to go number one overall? 
I'd love to, I mean, that's the speculation because he's got a really uh, a six pack and jumps high. So apparently everyone forgets that he's still have to throw a fucking football, but I, I wouldn't draft him number one, but you're going to have whoever it is, a, a, a quarterback that there's going to be some type of expectation for them. Do you see any of these new quarterbacks coming in there making any, any noise in your division? Okay, well, I guess I'll start with Anthony Richardson. I'm look, man. I kind of like the dude. I'm just gonna be honest. I've been said that he was gonna go high in the draft because of these things. Like, here's what they thinking, bro. They thinking, hey, this kid, right from the jump. To be honest with you, if they need it, right from the jump, he can make plays that can get our team into the end zone. He may not be able to throw the ball, but he can make plays probably with his legs to get our team in the end zone, and we'll 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 grow him on the throwing. Worst case scenario, he's a running, scoring quarterback. Um, that's what they that, think, bro. That but. that that plays though. I mean, like that was. I, I'm somebody like he just didn't do shit for me at Florida, and I was saying like kind of what you were saying. The NFL now, if you're somebody who can extend plays, make something happen, get the right coach, and he is such a physical fucking freak. It's you got to think he'll get better in an NFL system, or you would think, but. Um, the next thing I was going to say is, what did you think about Sean Payton? Uh, okay. Um, I can tell you right now <laughs> what I thought about Sean Payton. I knew when he had his parting press conference for the Saints, the day he bought cookies, bought cookies for all the journalists and all the media and stuff like that to make this big grand, you know, thank you, Sean, departure. And I, I want to stop right here and say, hey, I love Sean Payton. Appreciate everything. We, we You know, I know people that lived and died and didn't see the Saints win the Super Bowl. He brought us out for a Super Bowl. So, but I knew he was up to something, right? I knew that he was just waiting uh, really on the right amount of money. It was going to be a year. He was going to wait a year. He was going to make sure he got all the calls, any calls he had to get on the phone with, with Jerry Jones or whoever to see who was going to get him the most money, who was going to get him the best opportunity. He was done with the Saints, bro. He was worn yeah. out. You see it in his face uh, that last year, and we put him through it, bro. It was, I mean, dude, we were starting Ian Book and shit that year. Uh, he he reminded he reminded me of like the the husband and wife, and the husband who you know gets divorced and and knows it's not good. Like that visor was like the last the last thing he took off. It took a while. He was just going. He was just going to work. And they were like, hey, you, you can't wear that on TV. And he's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And he was just, he would just do a whole show with the visor on. It's just yeah. like, you got to take the visor off. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's over, bro. It's over, you know? So, all right. That, well, that Drew and Sean relationship, look, man, and I was fortunate enough, like, if my family had one thing, somebody in my family had Saints tickets, right? So I was at the games that whole era, bro. I mean, look, if you look behind me, that's all the tickets. That's for 06 to really 2020. And yeah. um, it was that the greatest, awesome. was the greatest era of football we have ever seen down here, period. You guys got crushed by the, by the bad call against the Rams, too, at the end of that game, the pass interference bullshit, too. That should have been another run. And nobody here has forgot that. Fuck Roger Goodell. Everybody feels the exact same way. It, that was so significant. As Sean yeah. and obvious and fucking obvious. Yep. <clears throat> but they sent out the letter after, I think, apologizing. So you got that going for you. Right. Yeah. We all really we all printed that letter out and framed it. And we Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was not that's not what you're looking for in that particular situation. That, 
that was the closest the NFL has ever been. Not that it was that close, but it was the closest the NFL's ever been to going back to a game after it's done, going back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harden it. Redo. <laughs> yeah, the, if they just weren't sure if they wanted to show us the men in black black technology and like fucking zap all of us, like that yeah. didn't happen, bro. I, I will say this: I mean, any anybody who knows anything about like sports, that building is no joke to play in. It's a super super loyal fan base, and if you just put some type of product on the field that's going to compete, you guys are going to be there to support them. I think oh. you have that this year. Huh. Yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. You know, yeah. you guys are gonna you guys are gonna fall in love with Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is gonna eat that shit up. Yeah, he's he's a perfect fit. Him and Kamara. I mean, I expect Kamara to get suspended four to six games, but you know, him and Kamara are gonna be a great. Du- but don't forget, him and Taysom Hill played at BYU together. So that's the duo right there to watch out for is Taysom and, and Jamal Williams. Bro. Yeah, see, that's gonna bro, be hands hands down the most unique backfield in football. Like it's just those be. two guys just are like, just just talk about comfortable in your own skin and like I am who I am. Those guys are unapologetically like themselves, and I bet you they feed off of each other this year. They're two very different running backs too. I think it's a nice piece for you guys, and yeah. they're going to be dangerous. Listen, the the fo- footballs you know football is football. Um, Louisiana basketball. Gave Texas a little bit of a scare uh, in the first round of March Madness. Did you watch any of that? Is, yeah, is, that, a, is that a thing down there? Yeah, I mean, that's in Lafayette, okay? And so they just put Louisiana on that, and that's a new thing. And that's a <laughs> local conversation. That's a war right now down here, bro. Like, LSU fans call that school ULL, which is University of Louisiana Lafayette. That's what yeah. it's always been. Right. They changed their name to UL. And now anybody that calls them ULL is usually LSU fans saying, hey, y'all little brother, y'all not Louisiana University. We're Louisiana right. University. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Lafayette's cool team, bro. Like, I thought for a second that they were going to hang in there, and then it just kind of got out of hand. So you, think, you, so you think the majority of LSU fans were probably like a little pumped that they lost that game to Texas? Oh. Dude, LSU fans, bro, they something else, bro. They patty, bro. Bro. Very patty, dude. So yeah. I meant to I meant to ask you this because I have a couple of uh, topics where but like, what's the police situation in Mardi Gras? Like, you can't arrest everybody, right? Because everybody's just going crazy. Like, what is the what's that like down there? Are they pretty cool or do they just want to make sure no one's fighting? What's the what's like the vibe? Yeah, I mean, I was watching a video that some dude, this guy actually invited me to come on this balcony um, the night before. He was like, hey, come to this balcony. We're going to, he literally texted me. I said, it's still on my phone. I, I looked at the text for like five minutes. I was like, what? Yeah, like, yeah we're going to be, he's like, we're going to be rubbing red beans on bitches' titties. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I, I, I said, I don't really want to be like, if that if I get if I'm on camera rubbing red beans on bitches titties, bro, like that's not gonna go down well, you know. Um, but sure enough, I see a video and dude, there's this chick on Bourbon Street, you know, fucking tits out, um, sucking some dudes. I'm mean, I hate that. I don't know how graphic we get in the pocket. Yeah, yeah, you're all you're all saying whatever the fuck. He's sucking his dude's dick in the middle of the street and shit. Everybody's standing around, hundreds of people. Yeah, <laughs> just like. I'm like, bro, you want me to be on this balcony, bro? <laughs> yeah. 
my drunk ass would have probably pulled my dick out, you know, and yeah. uh, could have been yeah. terrible. So I, I'm glad that I didn't go. But anyway, as long as you ain't like harming nobody, like you know, no weapons, um, shooting nobody, we, right? Yeah, pretty good. So, yeah. so the answer is you can get a blowjob on the street corner. You just can't murder anyone. Yeah, right. I mean, right. you can't stab anyone with your dick. That's freedom. Yeah, that's freedom. Oh no, dude. I mean, think about it, bro. We, we don't know where you can walk with open alcohol containers and other places, other states, and I'll be walking around with a beer like, and I'm not even thinking about it. You get arrested, you know? It's yeah, just, it's crazy. For sure. Well, dude, did you? Did, I, I just as you hopped on here, I was showing Ryan this video of this police chief from Oklahoma City. Okay. He's fucking absolutely cocked, all right? Just drunk as a skunk. He gets pulled over. The cops essentially ask him, you know, have you been drinking? You got to see the video, okay? I don't know. I'm going to show you a little clip of it here because I, you got to tell me what your thoughts are on this. This guy might be the drunkest human being you've ever seen in your life, all right? When we, when we watch those- there we go. This is this is good podcasting here, but you gotta get it. <laughs> After what he says was a few beers and a poker game four blocks away, the homicide investigation captain's eyes were watery and he was slurring his speech. You been drinking? Captain French making sure the officer knows who is he in his fucking driveway. Uh, yeah. What police department? Turn the camera off, bro. That's not happening. I'm asking you. They always say this. I've watched so many cops get arrested. I swear. They all say yep. See that? Now this cop going all white night. He knows he's getting a big raise. <laughs> right. It's just an and it's just an endless conversation. I'm asking, hey yeah. man, I'm a cop. You need to cut me a break. Yeah. <laughs> so I love I love how it goes. Now, a couple things. It's not like this guy had one or two drinks and he looked a little, you know, he can't speak. He's yeah. absolutely crumbled. He he asked the guy to turn off his body camera. The guy says no. Now I love both of these. I love how he turns into a little kid and he's like, shh. Hey, turn your camera off. It's like yeah, yeah. the camera can hear. Yeah. So I want to know how long they they chased him. He was home. So when yeah, did they start DUI home? So that don't mean nothing to me. I know that. <laughs> yeah, you you one thousand percent can get a DWI in your own driveway. Done it. Been there. Did it. <laughs> yep. So I. uh I love this story because he's, he says, you know, I'm the I'm the captain of the, the police state, or the captain of Oklahoma City Police. And he goes, I don't care if you're a gangbanger. I don't care if you're some Vato down the street. Like, dude, take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I get where you're going with examples here. Yeah. What would it look like if I treated you like somebody else? And the guy's like, but I'm I'm the captain. He's like, I can't treat you any different. He's like, not asking for any different treatment. He's like, you're literally asking for different treatment, sir. Mm -hmm.
So he's going to lose his job, keep his pension, because that's just what these guys do. It's like college basketball, the police station. Not all of them, but it's like the Catholic Church. You mess up in one place, they send you across the country to the other one, and you know, you'll be good to go. But Oh, I probably wouldn't jack off if I was a police officer, bro. You, I mean, you, <laughs> no. you make one mistake in that department, bro. You're getting, you getting publicized. Listen. Bro. <laughs> uh, it's it's a that is a thankless job nowadays. You need police, but police got a bad. It's the problem is, is every video you see is just the fucking idiot police, right? That's that's the problem too. So I don't know. I just thought it was funny. I was, it made me wonder about Mardi Gras and shit like that. I was like, I don't know. But I want to. We got people. We got. <laughs> We got step people's stepdads stepping up to be police officers during Mardi Gras and shit, dude. We yeah. have many people that, that want to put on a suit. Yeah, he's like, I heard Burke got jerked off last night. Yeah. I'm gonna go be a cop. Yeah. Do you like, want to go ride a horse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Job for you, baby, Mardi Gras, baby. Yeah, Mardi I'll have to. I'll. Uh, I'll definitely have to make a trip. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta get down there. Please do, man. It's it's, it's such a. It, it, it put it to you this way. It's um. Let's meet. Effortless for me to show you just a phenomenal time there, Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah, man. Let's fly down, Tom. We will take you up on that one of these days, bro. Now, I've been following you for a, a minute now, and I know, like, I, I, you're super talented. You do a bunch of different things, but I have, like, some real questions. Like, for example, we're learning today. I didn't know Mardi Gras just, like, started floating at, in January. I didn't yeah. know that thing. So <laughs> what – what it? What's your story? I know you used to sell cars, yeah, and you got in the game. Just give me like a little summary of like what you're about and how how it all how how it all started. Um, I mean, dude, I was just really I was really good at selling cars, man. Like you know, I, I was always <clears throat> in the top three or, or salesman a month, and um, you know, a lot of people that I sold cars to, they would they would tell me be like, you need to be on TV. You know, like they would literally say that. And and I would just be like, nah, nah, just living a normal life, you know, making really good money. I had good credit and shit like that. Um, and then fucking I think it was like a mixture of not having good luck with women, um, and then also not just suddenly being happy with being the same thing every day. Hey, what can I do to earn your business on this fucking stupid sedan? Um <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't I didn't love cars like you know yeah. like a lot of people that work in the car business they fucking love it dude like, <laughs> you pull a Mustang up they'll fucking jizz their pants and, yeah and I, I was I was more so like I liked the hustle and I liked um talking to people so I don't know I, I took a chance and I just started I had this computer that I'm on right now and it was sitting in a box unopened it's a Mac um screen it was sitting in a box unopened dude for like probably almost a year dude and i was just like i had a just an urge to like start being on camera and start doing things on camera and um dude my real break was mardi gras 2020 right before covid um i was still working in the car business but i was literally about to quit i was a manager and shit at this point i was literally about to quit and i went to mardi gras with a mic and um just started interviewing people yeah dude, Dude, the content that I got was so fucking good, dude. Like it, 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 I posted it, bro. It blew up. I quit my job, I think, like that next week. And um, from there, I started a podcast, which is why I got all this, this mic and shit like that. Um, and just COVID hit and everybody was home. And um, I was doing a podcast show every night. Everybody yeah. was on their computers, bro. I was doing a podcast show every night, 
Um, I had my 401k money from selling cars, which, you know, like 20 grand, something like that. And I was sleeping off of that, dude. Like, (laughs) and and Brandon, you know, I woke up every day. I was very determined, bro. Seriously, bro. Like I woke and I still do. I wake up every day, six in the morning, even if I'm not doing that, even if I'm just sitting there holding my dick, I wake up at six in the morning because like, I just want to be up to where I have more opportunity for anything. You know, yeah. um, if the opportunity comes at 7 a.m., fuck, man, I don't want to be sleeping. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I love that. It, it, I don't it, know if you knew this about us, but we met doing sales. Like, oh, we met at the same sales job, yeah. Yeah. Fucking, I, fucking mattresses, too. Like, yeah. We don't love mat- I love my mattress at night, but I don't love mattresses. Same thing. Like, we didn't love it. Yeah. But, I, um, I think, dude, I owe a lot to sales, man. So much. I always say it all the time because, you know, right now it's like I, I got to get sponsors to pay me monthly and stuff so I can survive. You know what I'm saying? Off Based off my brand and stuff, doing advertising work with them and shit like that. I learned all that in sales. Yeah. And you're good at it too. Like you can tell, like even the videos you do that are showing you're, you're having fun with it, but like you're more business side of it. Like right. even, even that's kind of a testament to where your brain is and where you're like, where you're thinking. And you and I have become, you know, pretty friendly over the last year or so. And you've given me good advice and, it's true. You are always up because I've texted you at 12 at night. I've texted you at 8 a.m. and you always respond. Like you're just, you Even are. Even though you have no clue what time it is where you are, obviously. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We kind of fucked up. Uh, it's not the same time in New York as it is there in, in, in New Orleans. So I didn't, I didn't realize that. Just kind of going back to kind of where I stopped at, what I was saying was like, I did that podcast all through COVID, right? And then I eventually stumbled, not looking, stumbled across what is my most branded, most known thing uh, today, which is RBNR Day, which is Red Beans and Rice Day. I, dude, I was making videos for two. I, I was on like 150 episodes of my podcast uh, when I found that. So I was doing things that I thought were going places. But what really wound up hitting was when I did RBNR Day. It took a year and a half after that before that even got known. But I Are just they so did you choose that? The red beans thing is we that because so it's very popular down there because we don't have anything like that up here at all. Yeah, it's just a tradition and it's a real tradition. Like on Mondays, I'm talking about a hundred years ago. On Mondays, it was wash day, so red beans was something that women could put on the stoves while they were doing laundry. They could put it on the stoves and it would slow cook, and they'd have a meal all day. That was that's the tradition. It was always on Mondays. Um, and you know, I grew up, dude. I had a next door neighbor. She would literally feed me red beans all day long. Didn't matter what yeah. the day. And she's all she ever fed me. So like, dude, I've always eaten red beans a lot. It of looks so good. <clears throat> yeah. It's, but it's really the tradition like that. That's what I'm keying on. And I'm just traveling, going different places, bro. And it didn't hit, you know, I did 85 RBNR or 80 RBNR days before it really hit like locally. And, and then it's just expanded from now. Do you have a do you have an absolute favorite spot? Number one, no matter what? Yeah, I do. Um, I never answer this question, but I'll answer it because it's coming up on the anniversary. Um, it's Queen's Cuisine, it's in Kenner. Um, and it's um it's this lady, man. She's got a little yellow building, sweetest lady in the world. She's got a great story behind why she's doing it. But um all time video. It's, it's my pen, yeah, it's my pen video. Dude, yeah. it's like a like oh, I've, seen, I've seen that then, yeah. It's a heartwarming, like just a good video all around for sure. And like, I only get two minutes and twenty seconds to make a video, so to, you know, I've watched that video a hundred thousand times, and yeah. um, 
to make something that pulls at so many emotional strings, like that was a really good moment for me because I never did that before. You yeah, know? that's awesome. It was cool. And it's yeah, funny. That's real cool. I feel like it's always like, you know, sometimes you do something, you're like, people are like this, this will be good. And they don't like it. And then sometimes <laughs> you're just like, what the, whatever. Do you feel like it's a throwaway and it blows the fuck up? So, like you said, it just, it, again, it's a testament. You just kind of like keep grinding and plugging away. And, and like, it makes sense because, you know, I like I said, I, I didn't realize that it was a tradition like that. It's it's a piece of like your culture, right? And so yeah, I love that part of it. I never knew any of that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's not gonna be found. Like I mean, don't get me wrong. The Gulf South, you could probably find it. Miss well, obviously, I, I was just in Mississippi Monday, but you can find it in a couple states nearby. But it's really truly tradition down here, bro. Like, and and everybody does it. You know, yeah, that's awesome. Everybody does it, but um, the one you just did, I was like, that thing only cost nine bucks. That's another thing. It's crazy. It's a cheap meal. Any place that's charging too much for it, like people ain't gonna like that, um, because it's a cheap meal. Um, so it's um, anything that sticks to cornbread like that, I I can get down with. Yeah, (laughs) love cornbread, bro. It's bro, it's tight, dude. Like. I I told myself when I was doing it, you know, in, in the early, I mean, imagine me doing number 10 or number 11, like nobody's watching. And it's just like, I'm telling myself like, dude, even now I was telling everybody, I was like, if I do this shit like a hundred times, bro, I guarantee it hits. I kept yep. saying that. I was like, dude, if I do this a hundred times, I guarantee it hits. <clears throat> yeah. and, and you're good with like, I mean, you're good with the haters too. Like you just can't give a fuck. Like people, like you are good at like believing in yourself and like just trusting it. And that's always been, like, I, I remember that one, one day you were just like, you know, I just decided, like, I didn't want to be, like, halfway in. So I said, fuck it. And then it made you kind of do some stuff. And like you said, sales kind of taught you quite a bit of it. You have awesome T-shirts. You have awesome hats. You're selling a fucking ton of them. Where can we buy them? I know people, like I said, I know people are going to know where to find your stuff. But just tell us what you got going on, where we can find your stuff. And I know you post the video every Monday. But where can we buy the buy the merch? Uh, it's my website. So um, along with like this whole journey of you know doing podcasts, doing trying different content, I've always had my website since pretty much summer of 2019. So that's where I blog and that's where my merch is. It's htmsports.com. HTM like hold the mayo. Htmsports.com and that's I, I'll drop a shirt a Monday and, it, and it's usually this. It's really right now I'm selling the same shirt. Uh, I've been selling since June, um, and it's still selling out, bro. Um, so it's it's fucking awesome, bro. Like, I branded that shit for so long, dude, and it's just super tight that, you know, um, the merch. Because, dude, I know a lot of dudes, bro, that it's hard to sell a fucking shirt, bro. Fucking A, right. It is. It's hard to think of. And I remember being there, not, you know, trying to sell a shirt, and I couldn't sell a shirt. And, you know, it's just that consistency, then everything you reap. It's, it's a fine um, line too, because people ask me like, "Oh, you don't you should do shirts." I was like, "Yeah, but putting big tone here on a shirt. If I was a dude, I wouldn't buy that shirt." And so just a, like you got to figure out different brands and logos and shit like that. And for you, your logo is awesome. You can spot it a mile away, and like you said, it's unique. You know, it's just like yeah. it's a, it's where you are. Like at least for me, that's that's what what's cool about it. But one um one thing I was gonna ask you is like. Where like do you where do you see that going? Like, do you think you'll just keep it at shirts? Are you looking to do like 
what's your plan moving forward if you if you have one i'm gonna well <laughs> you know I, I gotta be honest with you bro i can't sit here and say hey i got it in a laminated bind of what my plan yeah. you know, not even close tell me exactly what you're gonna do next <laughs> yeah yeah i just um I, dude i'm i don't look at even where i'm going to eat you see i find that as long as everything is natural and as authentic and as possible bro everything's gonna work out so i don't like look into this shit like during the week and stuff like that you know what i do i do what everybody else does i bet on sports smoke weed and fucking eat fire food like that's yeah. what i do during the week and 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 and, and then i and then i get to monday and i'm like wow what a blessing i have this this plant that i've been watering for for a hundred and coming up on 150 mondays in a row yeah um, and it's almost like dude i and I don't mean to sound like this, but it's like hard to because all I got to do is go to a place that's interesting in Louisiana. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or or Mississippi, whatever. Like, so I'm just going to do that the rest of my life, I would it, say. It is. I mean, you're, it's one of those things, too. Like, I know I was telling you, like, you got an awesome voice and you're like, yeah, this is how people sound out here, bro. Like, it's <laughs> just like, you know, and you there's just like there's a quality there that's fun to it. Where does the whole the mayo come from? You just you just don't uh, fuck with mayo, bro. Yeah, dude, had a bad experience with mayo. Nineteen ninety nine. Um, I'm sitting across <laughs> the table from my crush, um, and, and 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 her name was Alicia, and I was sitting across the table from her, and I had just picked up my hamburger and my fries in the cafeteria, you know, normal ass shit, and then I went to the vanilla pudding stand because that's what they were serving pretty much a lot. They would always serve vanilla pudding. Well. Got my vanilla pudding, put it in a cup, went to eat, you know, ate the burger, ate the fries, took a scoop of the vanilla pudding. It was fucking mayo. I threw up everywhere. Oh, and, oh, this chick, um, and, you know, oh. I checked on her recently. She's fucking got kids and shit. You know, that fucked me up, man. Well, listen, bro. You said before you didn't do great with women. I know that's some bullshit. I know Mrs. Megan making money says that you're just constantly pulling. So no, I do now. I'm doing a lot better for sure. But it, yeah. now, now it's like you got to worry about a new thing. It's like, dude, like you need to like eventually settle down. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Do you? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, bro. I, I, I promise you I'm not the guy for that conversation. If you want to know about, like, a total and, like, you know, the Michigan State game coming up. I don't know. My, my, son, my son took a shit today the size of a fucking football, so I can tell you, you know, things get, things get weird. Yeah. That, I mean, I've never seen that, but no, I guess you're right. Here's, here's the kicker. There's not a speck to wipe after. He fucking shit a football, and he's it's crystal clear. I remember them days, like just shitting and just not even just getting up, not even wiping my ass. Those are the Mar Mardi Gras days. Yeah, I was. Dude, I just thought of so much just now. I was like, <laughs> like when I was a kid, like the last time I pissed in my bed. You know, I remember all that. Yeah, that that's always a that was always a weird morning. That's that one was especially weird for me because I was like ten. Shouldn't have been pissing the bed, you know. Ten years old, you, probably, you know. I just saw the rundown with the rock, and yeah, fucking pumped, bro. I'll do it. <laughs> so, hey, listen, I'll let you go in a little bit. I got a few more questions right. for you. Like, tell me a little bit about the Pels, bro. What's the thought on on Pelican Zion moving forward? I know that you rock with those boys pretty heavy. So, what what's the what's the future looking like there? Um. Well. 
Right now, they went in, so it's a good night to be a Pels fan. They went in 64-39 to the Spurs. We just got to keep winning the rest of our games, and we'll probably slot into the playoff, uh, the, the play-in. But the expectations when the season started were we were going to the finals. Yeah. Because once Nyon played like 10 games, we started to realize that this dude legit is, without a doubt, top three players in the league. Generational mm. talents, everything we talked about, like, He's a problem when he is playing. He, is he took he, he took over the league. He, he took over the league, and it's a it's a it's criminal that he keeps getting hurt. It's now, like, yeah, now we have not seen our star superstar since January. So, yeah. you know, we just tired, bro. We won. I feel like we don't get got a whooping with the belt like twenty times on the ass. You know, it's just the constant injuries with with players. Um, it's um I don't know. It's interesting to see what'll happen because if Zion doesn't play. Once we get to the play-in, then to come to offseason, bro, I'm telling you, bro, they're gonna they're gonna gut this team up. Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite sport to? Are you betting on NBA a lot? What's your favorite sport to bet on? I do like betting on NBA. Now, of course, there's nothing like betting on football. Yeah. It just is the best. Except um, for NASCAR. Well, hey, if you know what you're talking about, <clears throat> yeah. Shit, bro. If I knew. Enough. I know a little about NASCAR. If I knew enough about NASCAR, you could make money, dude. Oh yeah. We, so so that's, that's what we do. Ryan's uh Ryan's a big NASCAR guy. He's up about like 20 grand in the last like three weeks on NASCAR. He's he's got a, a website called Win the Race. He's on fire. I told him I was like, I'll I'm trying my best to get into NASCAR, but it's tough with the football, the basketball, the baseball, the guy. Got so much going on. There's I'm going just, to Talladega. It's a lot going on. Yeah. I'm going to Talladega, motherfucker. I'm telling you, bro, that shit is wild. I win. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going, going this year? Yes. All right, yeah. good. And it's it's I can't wait. That shit is fantastic. I can't yeah. wait either because that content's gonna be fantastic. So I Kamara, Kamara's big in the NASCAR too. <clears throat> yeah, he's uh he's got a sponsorship, I believe. Well, he's got something yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if one day he does like what Denny and Jordan are doing and gets his own team or something. And what Malcolm in the middle's doing. Yeah, yeah, he's doing it too. That's what a story on that kid, huh? I know, Agent Fucking Cody Banks. Yeah, just, just what that? That's a whole other. That's a whole other podcast. Just what? what How happened? did he finish? Did he finish? He did all right. Yeah, he's doing. He's doing good. He's in Arca, which is like, if you were to equate it to, it'd be like single A ball in MLB. So you okay. still got to go up two or three levels so he gets to NASCAR. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say, I know this dude ain't racing Daytona. No, no, no. He's they race on tracks like that, but it's in a it's just like it's in a series that's so weird. It is like single A ball because there's like 16 year olds and fucking 52 wow. year olds. Like everything, you know. Right. People who have been trying for 30 years to do it, and then people dude, who are just getting into imagine it. Imagine being a 52 year old NASCAR driver in the single A division. Boy, that is like Boy, you 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 live in a rough life. Yo, we, we, know, we know a guy up here who is he did it at sixty. Who who's that? Who's we who's this? His name is Dick Donnie. You can look him up. Yeah, that's about right. Sounds about yeah. right. Yeah, it's probably a pet uh fucking tiger or something, you know. Like, <laughs> yes. No doubt about it. Now, bro, it's March Madness time. Have you have you been messing with any March Madness? Have you how's your bets going? You got any predictions for March Madness? 
yeah, I mean, I, I've been betting on it. I had one good day, and then the rest has just been just like I've just been getting hit with the March Madness dick in the face, you know. <laughs> fucking slapping me every day and man yeah. college college ball is like the hardest thing to get on i swear Anybody to God. That's consistently good at it man i, I got nothing but respect for it for real dude because yeah. that shit is not easy oh yeah. thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> but bro, bro you're I, the king of you're the king of runs you go on I, super I, fucking hot streaks then you're cold but like you are you're winning overall, but you don't just stay like consistent. You go on like scorchers, scorched earth shit, and then you just like, and then you're frozen. It's like my life, dude. Like I just can't go out and just like have one beer. Like I'm just, like, it's just like I'm either like all fucking in, or I'm just like I'm gonna stay home and sleep tonight. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's I'm dangerous when I'm home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll smoke myself into my fall roof. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong, dude. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go here shortly. I know I just dude, I don't give a fuck, dude. The last, the last thing we do is uh, you know, Ryan and I were bigger guys. We're we're trying to get better, but we we have this segment called the fattest thing we have done this week. And Ryan, I'll let you start. What's the fattest thing you've done this week? Walk us through it, and we're just gonna get Deb's takes on some stuff here. No, it's TV, man. Camera adds a couple. 100 pounds yo it was after so march madness was up here and we went to the games sat separately but hung out throughout it and i'm sure you saw me by the end of that i was pretty fucking cooked they had free beer there where we sat free alcohol drink that out of the fridge then we're buying whatever else is out there so by the time i get home phillips dropped me off here it's probably like 12 or 1 I'm fucking starving. So I'm going to make some mac and cheese because like the only thing I could figure out how to do. And so I got it cooking or water boiling because not much cooking to it. I got the water boiling. But I take the little like cheese packet. I do like one of these like to try to like whip the cheese down to the end. It just rips the fucking top off and the cheese just goes everywhere. And I kind of like swept up what I could. And there's, I mean, there's probably some dog hair in there, whatever else, and just fucking threw it back in there. Ate it all, passed out on the couch. Woke up the next morning, and it's just, it's still just, I thought I had cleaned it up. It's all over the fucking place. So, Bro, the, the, ours are probably in the same way. It, this isn't the fattest thing we've done this week. It sounds like we both have the drunkest thing we've done this week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm literally. I have to stop because this has happened like three times in the last month. I'm just eating with my bare hands like I'm not a part of society. It's not good. Like, I've sure, I'm in the there. comfort of my own home, but my dog is like sitting over there looking at me like, yeah, bro. The this dog's is- looking at you, bro. You got to chill, bro. Yeah. So, Man, you did that You did that when you were at the golf outing with a fucking filet mignon. You took it and ate it like a That's like a part cookie. of what I'm, that's what I'm referencing. Yeah. You've yeah, been watching I, a lot of National Geographic or something? Dude, I don't know. I ate a hundred dollar steak with my bare hands. Dude, like, I was a, like I was a goddamn savage. It was, it was it was unbelievable. But I will say this: the skinniest thing I've done this week is I, I basically forgot to eat all day on uh Friday and Sunday. So I woke up feeling tremendously skinny, starving, mind you. But it was one of those things you get drinking and you forget to eat. So I was like, between all the walking I've done today and no eating, 
that's got to be the skinniest thing I've done. Basically, exercise. Like walking, that counts. But forgetting, that forgetting doesn't fucking count. I love waking up hungover and like I, I just I'm noticing I got my shirt off. They maybe like some fucking khaki shorts on, and I'm just like. <laughs> I'm just like walking around the house, like noticeably skinnier. Like my, my shorts are falling off my waist and shit. It's just like, bro, you have been on a bender, you know. Bro, th- yeah. this is how this is how I know I have to reel it in at times. A buddy's wife of mine, I haven't seen her in a little bit, and I ran into her, and she was like, "Tom, you look great." She's like, "How much weight have you lost?" I was like, "I, I don't know. I've lost a decent amount, like sixty pounds or whatever." She goes, "That's good. Are you doing it healthy or like, you know?" I was like, well, what, what kind of kind of question is that, Christina? Yeah. It's like, I'm, yes, I'm you're throwing up your meals. Yeah, I mean, it's like I'm fit. It's fifty fifty, sweetie. But I mean, just yeah. give me the benefit of the doubt. You know, that's all. Yeah, I mean, dude, look, bro, uh, motherfuckers were taking stacker too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in, 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 I forgot that existed. Historically, uh, uh, humans have always tried to take some shit to get skinny. You know, it's just. It's true. true. the The new thing now is insulin, but I don't uh, know what I'm gonna about. stay out of that that league. I'm yeah. with you. Listen, Dev, I appreciate your time, man. At hold the mayo. He's Devin Snow, not John Snow, guys. He's no king of the fucking north, but he is the king of New Orleans, as far as I'm concerned. We you gotta talk see- some football during football season. Yeah, man. One thousand percent. Like I said, I appreciate you doing this. This helps us more than it helps you. So I, I appreciate you being cool and coming on with us for so long. So yeah, I mean, dude, don't. I mean, I, I just wanted to come on and shoot the shit, bro. You know, no, for sure. No, we appreciate it, man. It's been fun. Yeah, man. Um, so anytime, bro. Y'all just hit me up and uh, y'all take care, man. Have a good one. Listen, when you're in New York, let us know. I appreciate you coming out. Yeah, I'll be there soon, bro. I keep saying that, but I'm telling you, bro, it's happening this year. I'll be I'll be in New York. Perfect. All right, Let's cool. All right, bro. Y'all take care. Glad you too. All right, guys. You you just you just heard the interview with uh Hold the Mayo, Devin Snow. He's the man. I appreciate him coming on. He's just a cool dude. There's just yeah, that was fun, man. He's just like shooting the shit like we thought it would be. It's yeah. it was fun. Yeah, he's a cool dude. On during football season two, we can all talk bets and everything and be fun. For sure, yeah. He he sounds excited about Saints football. Um, we chopped it up with him for a while. It was fun. Little different format. We are going to talk now about college hoops. All right, we got college hoops. It's March Madness. It's fucking crazy. All right. The, the storyline is fairly Dickinson. They knock off Purdue. The 16 seed beats the one seed. The worst schedule in college basketball, the shortest team in college basketball, beats the number one seed, and they have a guy who's 12 foot five. It's just, it was an unbelievable game. Oh, by the way, it was never close. Fairly Dickinson in control the whole entire way. Um, just crazy, crazy games. Yeah, that's like everyone who said Purdue was wicked overrated entering the tournament. You, you were right. Yeah, and 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 it wasn't. You know, I, that was a that was a big echo of uh, like a lot of people were down on Purdue. A lot of people were saying this is a team that guard plays a little suspect, and you saw it with Fairleigh Dickinson. They came out, they put pressure on them. Anybody who's watched college basketball this year knows that Purdue struggled with press defense, and they didn't necessarily press them the whole game or anything like that. But they, they, they were so intense because they're so quick and so fast, and that's a style of basketball you know nobody sees because 
listen, when you're when you're an unconventional basketball team, you've got to figure out ways to win. And they just smothered Zach Eady to the point to where it was frustrating him and the rest of the team. Were they the, um, were they the team that was only there because another team couldn't do it, weren't eligible for it? Correct. So this team didn't win. Forgive me, I forget the name of the school, but they aren't eligible. So yeah. they won, but this is becoming the new trend now for Purdue basketball. Be a top five team, get a top three seed, and you know just get knocked out before the Sweet Sixteen, and and nobody's really ever scared of you. Like yeah. I, I know. I don't know. I know they had ivory and whatnot, and they made that run, but that was – here's the crazy thing. That happened, and it kind of wiped away Furham uh, making the game-winning shot over Virginia to kind of start the whole entire tournament. And, yeah. and you know, Virginia probably is, is thanking Purdue because that was, a, that was so March Madness. The kid gets stuck in the corner for Virginia, throws the ball, that is so March Madness. It's a mental, it's a mental meltdown. It's brain melted. Yeah, if you haven't seen the Van Gundy reaction video with Kevin Harlan and those guys on the call, it's an all-time. Definitely going game. like this with his hands, like, oh, yeah. it looked. What you know, did we? You know, you know what that was see? like? That was like when they show, uh, like Rogan and those guys in the UFC knockout, like, oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> it's exactly right. It was just like that, um, but it was drama left and right. Can't say enough about Fairleigh Dickinson. Obviously, they lose the next game, but they played awesome. Another game that was was unbelievable from a gambling stance, standpoint on Thursday was San Diego State versus Charleston. The fouls at the end, the three-point foul call, the numbers five and a half, uh, they end up, you know. So what Charleston, happened? I didn't bet that game. They covered the five, right? Is that what it was? So No, 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 no. So Charleston was getting five and a half points. All right, so that's what I mean. So they came, they lost by five, right? They so lost they by six. Oh, okay. Oh no, I missed. They did that. not cover. Now right. I was I was lucky enough that I bet it early and I had it at plus six, thankfully. But also not thankfully, you know. It's just like one of those things yeah. where it was so like you didn't think you were going to see anything worse than that, and then the way the then the way that things ended on Sunday with TCU hitting a three ball with 0.7 seconds left to cover just to say, good night, America. We'll see yeah. you on Thursday. It was just <laughs> an unbelievable tournament from start to finish. And again, like talk Didn't about. we kind of think it'd be like this though? Like we thought it'd be wide open. It's pretty we, cool. <laughs> we did. We did think it was going to be, it's like I said, more wide open than we ever thought it was going to be. What happened, what we're seeing happening now is, you know, 14, 15, 13 seeds. It's not weird for them to win basketball games in March now. Right. It's just not, right? So Princeton handles Arizona for the most, I mean, I know it was a closer game, but they, they, the Princeton team, Beats Arizona, then beats the piss out of Missouri. Just, just really annihilated them on the offensive side of the glass. And yeah. these kids, they're in with a shot, right? It's anybody's tournament at this point. And like you said, yeah, they're like um, if you look at all the odds, the worst. So I think the second worst team, like odds wise, is like fifty to one. Princeton's like hundred and fifty to one, or hundred and thirty to one, or something like that. So like, I don't know. I don't think they can do it, but. I've spent five bucks on a lot of worse fucking things than that in, in this life. So 
Yeah, seriously. Listen, I, I, the games on Thursday to kick things off were, like you said, it were crazy. Like, really, the takeaways were, you know, the the Ferrum game, the San Diego State game, Princeton over Arizona, Tennessee sneaks by Louisiana by, you know, five points on Friday. Ben, ben looked really good. Oh, yeah. Then, then Tennessee on Saturday. Uh, that I was going to say, that's my favorite moment so far of the tournament in regards to, like, I had that peg like on our bracket. I was yeah. like, if this matchup happens, Tennessee will win. It'll be a fishy fucking line. Everybody yeah. will be on Duke. I felt super smart about that. I was so hungover. I didn't see one <laughs> fucking play of that basketball game. So I had um I did a lot of family time in order to be able to go to the games on Sunday. So yeah, no. I missed I missed everything until we went to see him live. So Friday was awesome. I was at Albany. I don't know if you guys saw. I won the uh, 2023 MVP Tone Award. Uh, it was a tremendous honor. Um, a sick jersey. Thank you. Thank you. So the first game we were at, uh, I, I saw St. Mary versus VCU. And I have to shout out the VCU band because the VCU band was one of the more entertaining things of the whole entire weekend, which and this was a fantastic weekend. They were awesome. So, yeah, my brother was there. He told me he goes, "It's too bad VCU didn't get through, so you could have saw their band on Sunday." He goes, "That was that was fucking awesome, dude." They're ripping the cover off the place. Like I've been YouTubing VCU videos. They're fucking awesome, and I yeah. might be a band guy now. I don't know. I tell you, I'll, I'll tell you Just though. One time in band camp, it was a heavy VCU crowd. They were they were you know St. Mary's making the trip uh, across the country. VCU ends up losing 63-51. Iona-UConn is the next game. And that first half of basketball was some of the most electric atmosphere I've been a part of. Iona goes into the half leading UConn. Um, you're thinking, is Rick Pitino going to get this thing done? And then ultimately UConn shows up and is UConn and, and ends up putting them away by by a pretty good margin. They look, they look pretty, pretty good. So – I would say if you're on the eyeball test right now, uh, I think they look very good. Miami looks tremendous. I am a Canes fan. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, but Connecticut looked all of they were like nine to one earlier in the year, and they're nine to one right now. And so they are like they're I think they're back to their form where people really believe they could they could win it all. Adama Sanogo, and, and forgive me if I'm saying his name wrong, number 21 is the one of the more dominant players. In this fucking tournament right now, is he the big? Is he the big dude that pump fakes at the three point line and just goes and jams it down your throat? That's Number twenty one, yeah. yeah. And, and the the other guy who played great minutes the uh, in um in the UConn. Uh, oh my god, why am I blanking out? St. Mary's. Yes, in the UConn St. Mary's game, Jordan Hawks. Uh, Jordan Hawks played. He played good. He got in some foul trouble, but he had some like huge rebounds. Some good, yeah. some good defensive plays, and he was like a physical presence out there. But this kid Indama, he's just an absolute freak on the block, and he is—he's what they—he's just like the difference on defense and offense. And UConn right now is a team nobody wants to play for sure. A team that let me down was Providence, and maybe they let me down because all this news comes out with Ed Cooley. Ed Cooley going to Georgetown. The Providence community is in fucking an uproar saying that he's a piece of shit he's this he's that uh listen he's going to georgetown he's getting more money 
He's going to get more opportunity to probably recruit players. He, he, he doesn't owe them anything. The only thing, he was doing a lot of coach speech. You know, I'm never going to leave kind of thing. And I think that's why people got mad. But I was there for like 15 fucking years, I think. And he, he made yeah, one, When you say those things, possibly in that moment, you don't think you're going to ever leave. Yeah. It's not like disingenuine. And listen, they the, the big thing is, as they said, you know, he was recruiting kids while he's still working for Providence for Georgetown. And, you know, I don't know if that's true. Maybe it is true. Um, but Kentucky beat the piss out of them. And then Kentucky ends up losing to Kansas State in a great basketball game on Saturday as well. Um, what what were you the most surprised, I guess, not surprised about, but like, I was surprised at Miami over Indiana, if that's a surprise. I, I did not I did not think that was going to happen. And and what sucks is when I originally filled out my bracket, I did one like the nights the brackets are released. I fill one out. Had Miami. This is sound crazy to most people. Had Miami win, winning at all. I didn't enter that into any money league at all. At all. And it was Miami yeah. versus Kansas State in the final game, and Miami beat them. And now it's like – I really wish I filled that bracket out and just put it into something. Like, I'm in two different paid bracket leagues. Wish I just entered it somewhere, because why the fuck not? It's been crazy. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I hear you. And it, it's, uh, Indiana's a team that I have, a t- I have like a love-hate relationship with. I have a future on them just because Trace Jackson Davis is, is one of the best players in college basketball. And it was awesome to get to see him up close and personal. Because he's just a beast, dude. Like he he's the definition of I'm going to get mine. And like yeah. you you can't let him beat you as as dumb as that does sound. And and this is how they lost, okay? Like, first, let's go back to Miami versus Drake. Okay. I want to point out this. Isaiah Wong, my new favorite fucking player in college basketball, number two. <laughs> Isaiah Wong has five points against Drake, goes one for ten from the field. Uh, and goes one for Is four. He's a little lefty. Yes, one for God. Uh, I don't know if he's a lefty. Maybe not. No, he's Is number it, two. the guard. Yeah, number two. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, geez, he could be a lefty. It's I. I can't remember now. But what's his name? Hold on. Isaiah Wong. W O N G. But. Back to my point. I'm yeah, saying, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm just I'm – No, you're, you're good. But here's why – listen, Miami and Drake, it was a good basketball game. But this kid is one of their better players. He has five points, goes one for ten from free, uh, from the field, from the field, one for four from three-point land. Then he comes into the next game against Indiana, one of the best teams in the country, and he shows the fuck up. He goes for 27 points, 9 of 17. He was four of six from three-point land – five for five from th- uh, from the free throw line, and he had eight boards. He was the whole entire pulse of the offense and the defense. He was an absolute spark, had a couple steals, and every time Indiana seemed to get back in that game, he would hit a big shot. The other kid that can't get enough credit, Norchad O'Meara, 17 fucking rebounds. He was an absolute force on the boards. This Miami team, you hear it all the time in March. If you have good guard play and you can rebound well, the ball, make free throws, you can win this thing. Yeah, the I only reason people Miami. were picking Drake, or at least I hope the only pe- reason people were picking Drake was because O'Meara was hurt. And uh, as soon as I knew he was playing, it's like, damn, wish I had picked Miami in all my brackets. Like, that dude is – when you average a double-double and over a steal and a block a game, you're doing a lot of things correctly. For sure. And I know I sound stupid talking about college basketball because I know there's – 
a ton of people who know more about college hoop than I do. But those are just things that kind of jumped off the page to me. You This time of year, you need guys who can bounce back after a bad game. That kid had one fucking day to wipe that thing away and go into Indiana. And by the way, I mentioned it before, you know, you can't let Trace Jackson Davis beat you. Well, Shafino is the guy who needs to come through and beat you in that scenario if you're Indiana. And he didn't. He had a poor, poor night. Sure, he had 19 points, but he shot poor. I think he was like fucking, I don't know, four from like 19 from the field. He did not have a good night. He was sporadic, turned the ball over. And I think a big part of that was the energy level from Isaiah Wong was that much more intense. And I, I just love this Miami team moving forward. Yeah, do you think they have a shot against Houston? 1,000%. They got Houston at seven and a half point favorites. I feel like that's quite a bit. It's a big number, and that scares me a bit. Uh, but I think, um, I think after, after being at that game and, and being there live for it, uh, going to be tough for me to, to bet against it. I will say this. I haven't been to a basketball game in a while. I always forgot how good of a live watch basketball is. Well, dude, this, so what if you and I went to see Alabama live? Would we just think that's what I always look back at is like, I think we might have some bias because we saw how beastly they played and how awesome they looked it's like well how do you I take that away from them? alabama live if we'd be like oh yeah alabama's gonna destroy them well or listen alabama, gonna destroy them. alabama has the easiest road in the country and it got only got easier for them if alabama doesn't win the whole goddamn tournament it's probably a failure of a season for you them. don't like uh you don't like creighton no i mean i do like i do like creighton but i'm just saying yeah it is when they get san diego state and creighton i think would be what their next two games yeah, so, I mean, yeah. They, they should beat both of those teams. I know what you're saying. <laughs> Texas is tough. they got to beat Xavier. Then you'd have to beat Miami or Houston eventually. I mean. But yeah, back to your tough. question, like, do I think there's bias because we just watch these teams? Yes and no. I mean, I think you could argue at the end of the first half of that basketball game, Indiana hits a big three to cut the game to five. You felt like a little bit of a momentum shift in the building because the building was definitely pulling for Miami. I mean, it was there was fans everywhere, obviously, but that was a big moment. And the second half of that game, Miami dominated. They yeah, dominated. it wasn't even – it was over. It was. We left, and, we, left, we left early just to beat a little traffic. I mean, we were just like, yeah. it's over. I basically stayed in there until the place was closed because I was <laughs> that's what I heard you did the other night too. Which yeah. I, I um I will say this for people who are listening who are like contemplating, you know, if March Madness ever comes to your town, regardless of whatever round it is, this was the first D1 experience that I've ever been to. And it wasn't cheap, but it was awesome. It was worth it. Like you're gonna pay a lot of money too to go see an NFL game. If it's not my NFL team. I don't think it's as cool. Like, this was awesome. If you have no dog in the fight, I would choose this over an NFL game any day of the week. Like, this was a great experience, a live experience. I don't think I gain anything watching it on TV. You can see everything there. Like, it was it was the same experience, if not better, because you get to see how crazy these guys are. It, I would fully recommend it to anyone to just fork over the dough and go watch it. I'd recommend it too. I don't know if I'd say I'd rather go to it more than a football game just because I love the tailgate experience. And I think football's Well, your giants are here. I have to go across the country. No, I understand. But I think like the li li watching the football live is cool too because you can see the play develop as well. 
But the only thing that I like, I I'm in the same boat because people said, Hey, it's, it's, you know, it is what it is before, you know, like you couldn't drink there. And then the parking was weird and the re-entry was weird. None of that was an issue. Like you could, you could walk in and out of the building. No problem. All It was very laid back in that sense. Yeah. I had a great time. The only thing that I didn't like was you never fucking could see the scores of the game. And when yeah. you're in a building like that, obviously services, choppy because everyone's on their fucking phones there's just no reason they shouldn't have a fucking ticker with all the scores going on during the fucking game it makes yeah. zero sense so that's like my only knock on it but as far as the watch goes i was saying to my buddy like when you watch the nba you're like oh my god this is so much better than college basketball because it is but then when you watch college basketball in person i'm like these kids are fucking huge they're flying around they just yeah you get you gain like, more respect for their athleticism when you see them up personally and close like that. That's all. But like that's debatable too because I kind of like the way college basketball is played more than NBA. Oh no, I think you could argue the styles are different, and I, I've mentioned this before. I think my brain is more set up to 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 like that, like a slower paced game. You can't yeah. argue that the talent level is even close. Oh yeah, no, not even, not even, not even saying that at all. Just the yeah. fact that. It's like I enjoy watching. First of all, oh, did you see the Miami girl? So Miami women knocked out Indiana as well. Did you see that? Did you I see did. it's just the crowd yeah, after that free throw? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I enjoy I like watching women's college basketball because they're like it's just running plays. It's a it's like a slower pace. It's to me it's like I don't know. Like I don't know how to say it. It's like it's like playing a video game or something. Like they're actually like running plays and you see where the pick is being set and you see you just see everything a little clearer, I guess. Yeah, I it's, a, it's a lot more, a little bit more like isolation, one-on-one ball feel in the NBA. You're seeing the the top scores in the league are are predominantly shooting the ball more, whatever they call it, the, your your load, not load management, but your production, you know, whatever that increase yeah. is. Um, you see more of that. And then here's the thing I, I kind of like about college hoop too is, you know, it's college, so you do have the bands, and you do have the tradition. Like, one thing that I love, there was this kid in a Michigan jersey, and every time there was any little call against, like, Indiana, he was going ballistic. <laughs> like, he wasn't rooting for the game, really. He was just rooting for, like, them to get a, like, get a call. Like, anytime yeah. he fouled somebody, he was He's in there. rooting for basketball. Yeah, it was yeah. just – it was great. Yeah. Um, I ran into Antonio Brown. Okay. Yeah, I did see. I did see that. He's your new buddy. <laughs> no, all right. Everybody, I know, I know that's what everyone's saying. It's got to be annoying. Everybody's like, "Tone, he's not a good guy." He's like, I know, guys. So listen to this. So my phone is basically dying. All right, and couple things. Well, the first story is my phone fell down. Yeah, tell. I want to know how this all happened. So go ahead. All right. So timeout. So my phone was dying. We had a charger there. I put the phone on my lap. I was about to charge it. A play happened. I clap. I stand up. And the phone starts bouncing like it's Plinko. And it just (laughs) happens to fall down like a sliver of an area that's underneath all of the seating of the stadium. So everybody sees this happen. And they're like, oh, no, dude. So... I get a security guard. He's like, after this game, there's about three minutes left. You can get the, you, I'll, uh, we, we'll get it for you. And I was like, okay. 
Well, the game goes a little bit longer than I think this guy expected. And as soon as the game ends, those kids run in the tunnel and the other team is coming out simultaneously. My buddy goes down there because he, he, he's the one who has the tickets. He's familiar with people there. And he says, hey, that's my buddy's phone. We were wondering if he can get it. He's like, hey, there's nothing I can do. And so I go down and I start talking to the guy. I was like, hey, you know, I just it's right there. Like, can somebody just go underneath you? Like, I'll pay you to get it. Like, I just I have to have it. You can't tell me I can't have it. Right. He, he's like, I don't know what to tell you. you. You know, you just can't have it kind of thing. And I was like, well, I, that can't happen. So this kid is walking by and I just flag him down. And I was like, buddy, do you want to make a quick 50 bucks? And he was like, what? Why is this sweaty man yeah. yelling at me? Yeah, I will not kiss you. Yeah, so I tell him. And luckily there was like this like husband and wife, like, like probably in their 60s. And they were sitting there and this woman was like, he dropped his phone, honey. Will you get it for him? This woman closed the deal for me because I think this kid was about to walk away. This kid yeah. goes under. Yeah, he's heard of stranger danger. That's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's like, he dropped his phone. Just please get it for him. And I was like, great. So this lady goes to bat for me. Kid gets the phone. And I'm going to tell you something. All right. When the kid comes out with my phone and he hands it back to me, there's a roar in the crowd that I'll never fucking forget. Everybody <laughs> was so pumped. He comes up. I grab it. I do like the, yeah. Like, you know, it was just quite a moment. Yeah. So the games end. I'm charging my phone. It's completely dead. I'm walking out. And I hear somebody yelling. And there's just, I look over and there's this drunk kid on the steps. He's, it's steps going down and he's laying on the steps and he's going, number 84, coming in at six foot one, 191. He's just introducing Antonio Brown. He's just, he's just introducing him. And I'm like, holy fuck, I need my phone to come on. And it just happens to come on. And that's when I got the video that I got of Antonio Brown. But yeah, dude, but how are you outside with him? I was it just just by the grace of God. We were, I was just walking by. It was he was in the smoking section naturally, and I, I happened to be there myself. Yeah, he looked he looked pretty lit up. Oh my God, dude, he is he is Cook County Jail. He is always yeah. just dude, lit the he fuck he up. was like he He's, looked blitzed. But he loves it. He walks around like Bob Kraft. He's walking around like he was very nice to me. Uh, I know he's not a. a Did you fan try that ring on that he was wearing? No, I didn't ask him to do that. But he is ready to catch a football at any time. He just wears wide receiver gloves. I've never seen anything like it. Nice. Listen, I'll tell you what. It was a hell of a weekend. It, it's something that I I'm uh, I'm excited that I went and did. Um, we have some awesome matchups coming up. The Sweet 16 is here, right? Um, wait. Creighton plays Princeton, don't they? Uh, on Thursday. Uh, or no, they play Friday. Yeah, so, you were, you were, so you're just assuming Creighton's beating Princeton to play out? Yeah, yeah, I'm assuming that, like, hard, hard body. <laughs> like, I will – I there's no fucking way – Princeton beats Creighton this week, and you can mark my words. Why though? Because they've looked fucking really strong. I think, I think Creighton can beat Alabama. So, my that's word. Just... Oh, stay tuned. Listen, we got Alabama playing San Diego State, Creighton, Princeton, FAU, Tennessee. What's our What's our schedule like? Like they play 
are we going to have another pod before we have another pod? What before the final four? Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll have another pod before. Yeah. Before the final four, but not before the elite eight. So yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens in the final four. Then that'll be a fun episode. Yeah. It's going to be good games. Like I said, I mean, Alabama, San Diego state, Creighton, Princeton, FAU, Tennessee. One game that I'm super excited to watch is Kansas state versus Michigan state. Tom Izzo continues to get it done. One game that we forgot to talk about, you know, Izzo's March, but the new March guy that everyone's talking about is the must bust. Probably the game of the tournament, Arkansas versus Kansas. Arkansas gets it done. What it, it was, a, it was, I say the best game because it was probably the best game of basketball we've seen so far. He rips his shirt off. Um, I had Kansas money line, so I thought it was a cornball move. But now that I'm over it, I, I would have, I would have loved it. You know, <laughs> I was part of it, but I wasn't part. Yeah. Of it. I um, some- I think they got. I think either they or Connecticut. I guess however you look at it, got a shitty draw here because it'll be an awesome game. But they're they're both two very good teams. Like you can argue Tennessee got the nice draw with getting Florida Atlantic, but. I mean, they've looked good, but I, I don't think they can beat Tennessee here. No, I, I think I like Tennessee as well there. I, like I said, I mentioned Kansas State and Michigan State. I think that's going to be a real nice matchup of, of basketball as well. I do see Tennessee getting by FAU as well. I, I just I see, I see Kansas State beating Michigan State. Their guard play was just so fucking sharp, Marcus and Noel. I'll take it. There, I have nine of those outrights made it through. Nine out of sixteen. Kansas State's one of them. So I would take that all day. Yeah, Marquette just played a really bad game of basketball, and um, that that was that that kind of a disappointing feel for for Marquette because I I thought they would have put a better effort out against uh, against them. There were two reasons why I loved Michigan State and Kansas State coming into this. Now it's because of their strength of schedule. So yeah. to me, this is a this is an awesome game to watch on, on Thursday night. Yeah, and like I said, I really do like this matchup for Miami versus Houston. Um, that's going to be another one, um, the 23rd, 24th. That's that game nice. So, yeah, I think for me, Miami is one of those teams that can hang. Uh, a healthy Miami is also – the games are insane to me, okay? I already said it nine times. Kansas State, Michigan State, Arkansas, UConn is going to be an unbelievable game. And so yeah. so is Xavier versus Texas. Xavier's playing really good basketball right now. Texas, you know, has the bounce back game after a slippery one against uh, um, Penn State. Um, but a good basketball game in, in the yeah, right we got two. We got two threes on that side. Gonzaga, yeah. UCLA, too. Those are great. We got both two threes on that side of the bracket. And I was going to mention UCLA just keeps getting nicked up. They had another guy go down, um, but they continue to win basketball games. Listen, I wasn't high on this Gonzaga team. And maybe, you know, you heard Drew Timmy say, we were not going to be the team who did not get in the Sweet 16 because they have an unbelievable record going as far as, like, how many in a row. So March Madness has been fucking crazy. The unders, if you're betting the unders, you're a multi-gazillionaire because they're like fucking <laughs> – I haven't paid attention to that. They're about 30 and 7, I believe. And here's one thing that I know for a fact because my poor brother was on the end of like three of these. <laughs> the half-point losses that are going around against the spread, uh, uh, against uh, with the totals and over and unders, 
People are getting hooked to death out there, okay? Absolutely hooked to death. It's yeah. been a brutal tournament, but this is what March is. You just got to dig in. You got to focus, and you got to just – you got to get to the end. And, and at the end of the day – My best bets have been looking for boosts. So, like, the one night, um, I you know, 6-17 boosts just to get some shit – like a stepped-up parlay on DraftKings just for shits. Yeah. Get four or five deep. And look to either cash out or hedge. And luckily, I did that. I cashed out for 5X uh, when Indiana was still hanging around against Miami, but it didn't feel good. So I cashed that shit out, and luck, glad I did. Um, <coughs> for you, that's a, that's a heady play. But that's those have been my best. Like you're saying everyone getting hooked. I kind of like the two-team parlays, like two teams that you're confident in, money line that shit, because none of these spreads – there's a couple wild ones this weekend, spread wise, because some higher seeds made it through. But these games yeah. have been close, man. I'm on fire uh, right now. What where I've gotten lucky is the games that I've lost. Um, they haven't necessarily been in my parlays. Like I caught, I've caught a couple of plus two sixty four parlays. The parlay we caught on Sunday for the plus seven twenty one. That I mean, it was just Kansas State, UConn, Miami. It was just yeah, I was on Kansas State too. Having Kansas State was that was huge that day. Yeah, Kansas State beating Kentucky, um, and the way they beat them too. You know, they just never gave up. I really do like the Kansas State team. I still, you know, listen. I feel really good about my twenty-seven to one ticket on Texas. You know why? Why not them? You know why Dude, not? I'm with. I got them at forty. Let's fucking win it together. Let's, Let's win do it. it. I, I would love it. Listen, I'm super excited for for college hoop. Um, like you said, we uh, we had an awesome interview with Holden Mayo, Devin Snow. Appreciate him coming on. Go have a listen, guys. Ryan, you got anything you want to add? Oh, uh, win the race. Uh, yeah, win the right. race. Dominant. Yeah. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I pitch excellence. Ryan, that's right. NASCAR had another good weekend. That's my my bad. Tell, well, tell no, I thought you were going to. Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't say. Tell everybody about the you had another big weekend. You cash again. Um, the big, big thing right now is you just keep producing winners. How are you doing it? What do you like this week? Man, it's been it's been a little nutty because you know it's the first year of the site. So obviously, like, I don't know. I'm gonna keep what I've I keep doing what I've always done, but I'm a little nervous about it just because I have so many people following now. But there's been six races this year, and we've won four of them and came in second in the other two as far as gambling outrights. A is that, to one, is that good? To one, nine to one, 11 to one. And the one week we came in second was Las Vegas when Larson had it won at eight and a half to one, but he's up three seconds with only five laps to go, and they call bullshit caution. So I'm just going to say – the, I mean, obviously we're four of six, should be five of six, but we're talking up almost 30 units in six races. There's 36 races. It's going to be a big year. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You got to get you got to get on the train. I got to get on the train. I missed the boat here a little bit uh, because I was distracted by March. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy that I got to see on Sunday, though, and it just made me want to go do more like uh, – live stuff and hang out with you like like when uh yeah. when, when uh devin said he's going to talladega i was like Arr? like that's 
I know. That'd be fun. I think I wonder where where he's gonna go up here. We'll have to come up with something fun. Oh yeah, I would imagine he's gonna like I talked to him not long ago. I mean he's gonna be down in New York City doing shit like that, I would imagine. But he wants to come go for the track though. Track would be fun. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so you really think Princeton has no chance, huh? I'm I'm gonna say it right now. They are going to lose. That is I don't think they have a chance. And that's maybe I'm crazy, but I just do not think they do. I also well, they, do not think Florida Atlantic has a chance. I, I know those are the biggest spreads, so it's just Chalk City, but I honestly don't think I don't think this can happen. Where do you lean Arkansas Yukon? Because this is an intriguing game and then we'll get out of here. But like that's gonna be a game that I think it's gonna be a physical fucking basketball game. I just don't know. You know, I don't know I, what's the line on that right now. Do you know? Yeah, the see that's where I'm. I'm trying to pull out my bias from watching uh, UConn and being like, "Damn, I didn't think they were that that big and strong." It's only three and a half for UConn. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Those are that's one that's unfortunate too because of my nine out of sixteen outrights, I have both of them, so I'm losing one of them that game. Yeah, and and, and don't you, you you really do feel like one of those teams really could make a run and win the whole thing. That does that's what stinks about it. I think I think that I'd I think that Connecticut can cover. Yeah. They've these they've been like tight games and then the second half they've just been like they've just been really fucking good in the second half, man. I think this is a game where I like UConn. I like I think UConn gets to the final four. I think if UConn gets through this, I think they I think they have their way with the Zags or UCLA. I don't think they're worried about either of those teams, as crazy as that might sound. But this, I just think UConn is clicking on all cylinders. Maybe it's a little biased because I just watched everything. But no, I like I like when we're on the same page there. I mean, there's there's a reason why to start the year they're you know less than ten to one to win it all. I mean, there's pe- smarter people than us that thought they had all the pieces in place. Yeah. So like this is, I think I think they are the real deal. Yeah, it, it, and here's the thing. I mean, part of me wonders this, though, okay? And I, and we will wrap up here soon. But, like, you're seeing so many teams, like 14, 15, 16 seeds, beating, you know, the higher, like, the one seeds. Like, you see Fairleigh Dickinson beat Purdue. You see Princeton beat Arizona. Are we going to soon see one of these teams make a run to the Final Four? Why not this year? Why not? Because they always flame out. It's a lot of emotion. It's a lot of drain on your on your body and your brain. I mean, it's to to go through these things. It's we fade these spots in other sports. So I think we get tricked by seeing these, you know, higher seeds win into thinking like maybe they're gonna do it. It's like, well, in any other sport, you and I would be fucking fade city after an emotional victory like that. If whether like especially like I don't know. We just talk about NFL a lot, but NFL, like someone coming off of if the, I don't know what a good example is. If the uh, Seahawks are five and 11 and go out yeah. and beat the, you know, 12 and five Niners or something, it's like, yeah. I would expect to fade them the next week. We did it this year with the Rams and the Broncos. When the Rams went out and scored 50 something points, like, yeah, they're a fucking auto fade the next week. Yeah. And, and I guess, I, I mean, I, listen, I'm not saying. Creighton beat the shit out of Baylor. You know, I was I was expecting Baylor to have a lot better of a game. I think Baylor and Marquette were probably the two biggest letdowns for me of the whole the whole tournament so far. Uh, I knew Duke would puke on themselves, um, but I didn't expect 
either of those squads to do that. But I'm giving Princeton a fighting chance. I, I'm I'm gonna, I'm care. I will post my picks, you know, um, when we get closer to game time and whatnot. But I'm excited for March. Um, the golf, it is what it is. Live golf is, you know, we'll talk a little bit more golf next week. But right now, it's March Madness. Yeah, bring back Tony Golf next week. We got a real tournament. You know, the, the match play is fun to watch, but it's not. I don't know. I don't want to gamble on it. Listen, match play, you always sprinkle money on Kevin Kisner because he's a match play ninja. That would be what I would say for for you. But until next time, guys, this is March Madness. This was an awesome episode. Ryan, hit the music.